This Thursday night player props edition of the PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bet bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SGP. Watch are brought to you by GameTime. Stack the tickets without the stress. Use promo code CFBX on your first purchase to save $20. Download the Game Time app and use promo code CFBX. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Play the Underdog Pick'em in college or NFL and win up to 20 times your money in one game. Use promo code SGPN at Underdog Fantasy for a 100% deposit bonus of up to $100. Finally, we're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bet app. Or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Wednesday, September the 20th, currently 111 on the East Coast, here to get into Week 3 Thursday Night Football. Uh, I think this one holds, um, it, it's, uh, what should I say, it's, uh, it's close to the hearts of SGPN Nation with the San Francisco 49ers and the uh, New York Football Giants. Um, I know we have a lot of Giants fans on the on the network, but we also have the biggest uh, Niners fan here just on this pod as well. So I'm sure he's going to have a lot to say. But joining me here to help me break it out all down, you guys know him as the Motor King Sports King. I don't, the guy's the hardest working man ever I, I've met in my life. It's Rod Via Gomez. Rod, what's going on, brother? How you doing? Sporting my Niners red. I didn't put on my jersey this time because, I, you know, I, I, I got to watch it at some point. But, yeah, definitely excited for this game. <laughs> man, the Niners look so good. I cannot wait to talk more about them because this is about the most excited I've been in a very long time about this team and not dreading going into a, a game, a Thursday night game to watch a football. That's even more important. I mean, this is a Thursday night football game that I can actually get excited to watch. Hey man, that, you know, that, um, some people don't wash their jerseys for the entire season that, you know, just because they're superstitious like that. But, uh, yeah, at least you're sporting uh, your team's color, at least for the pod here. Uh, but also joining us, we got our guy here with us as well. He's crushing it on the WNBA side of things. Uh, playoffs WNBA. It's what's going on right now. It's crispy cap and Chris. How's it going, my man? What's up? You know, a uh, little, little break from from NFL, you know, just enough time to kind of debrief and reset and recharge and all that good stuff. We had two games in the W yesterday. Did hit both of those right. Got the Mystics plus 10 and a half and uh, laid the the points with the uh, wings last night. And that was a no sweat bet either. So two and oh on streets yesterday. That felt that felt pretty good. Um, but ready to kind of break it all down. One thing I was thinking, you know, when we first as we were starting was, uh, you know, we, we you've, you've referenced it a couple times that, you um, you know, we, we don't want the pod to turn into, or you specifically don't want the pod to turn into a 49ers podcast, but we have no other choice today. <laughs> so Rod wins, no matter what is what I was thinking, but excited to break it down with you guys. Let's get into it. Hey, man, I, I, I'm I a 49ers fan as well. I mean, um, I've had significant futures on them in the past to win the Super Bowl. Um, I This year, I purposely did not do it. Um, maybe I've, I'm the curse that they're not getting to the Super Bowl, so I, I'll probably for that. Maybe yeah. maybe this is the year then. 
Yeah, so I'll, I'll hold off on that. Maybe if I find a a, a number uh, during the regular season, I'll just uh, kind of uh, stay completely away from them. But Rod alluded to it earlier, man. Uh, the first two weeks, Niners have looked absolutely fantastic. Uh, arguably could be, or in some people's eyes, are, are the best football team uh, right now, at least through two, uh, two weeks. I know it's still early on. Um, and it's kind of been the opposite story for the New York football Giants. I know they had to come back victory against the Arizona Cardinals. They were trailing, what, 20 nothing at the half um, against the Cardinals in week two and came back and scored 31 points in the second half to from a com- in a come-from-behind victory uh, to get their first win of the regular season. They're one-and-one one now. But I think two teams that or it looked like they were going in opposite directions. But, Rod, you mentioned it. I mean, we could briefly talk about the 49ers. So we'll talk about our player props and such, and we'll talk more about the Niners. But... What's kind of stood out to you about your Niners uh, thus far, at least through the first two weeks? Because there was a lot of, still a lot of skepticism about Brock Purdy, not as a football player, but possibly coming back from the injury that maybe he didn't, he he wouldn't look right. But he's looked absolutely fantastic in the first two weeks of the regular season. It's the confidence. Enough. It, this is a team that for so long you you didn't see the confidence, even with Jimmy G out there. There was not really that that swagger that they could go out and just do what they wanted to do. I mean, it was always like a yeah, okay, Jimmy's our quarterback and we're good. Question mark. Now it's they go out on the field and they're like, listen, Brock Purdy's the man has not lost a regular season game since he's taken on and put on that jersey. Like there is confidence in that locker room that I haven't seen in well over a decade. I mean, we're we're talking all the way through back to almost Alex Smith days, right? I mean, it's just, there is something that you can see physically on this this field that these guys are just going out and imposing their will. I mean, I know that's an overused phrase, but it's absolutely true in this case that these guys are doing exactly what they want to do. They're not having to stray away from their game plan, even when the Rams were starting to gain yardage on them, right? And and it almost looked for a second that they were going to crack under the pressure. They came back, made those adjustments, and tightened up, and that was it. It was lights out after that. And then they were like, okay, maybe maybe that was us. Maybe we were slipping a little bit. Maybe we were a little overconfident. But now, again, like I said, you're just seeing a very confident squad who is is aware of their abilities and knows that they can get out and get the job done every week. Yeah, I mean, look, it's it's been Brock Purdy uh, that's looked really good. The defense has looked dominant as well. Uh, and we talk about good head coaching, and not only in the NFL, but I, I know you know Chris could uh, uh, attest to this as well. Is the, making those in-game adjustments, right? When we talk about you know whether it's in the NBA as well, WNBA is that what makes a great coach is that their ability to make those uh, in-game adjustments, um, you know, to create that separation with your with your opponent or give you that edge. And I think Kyle Shanahan. Has been able to do that at least in the first two weeks of the regular season, and not really needed to do that in game one because they were just so dominant against the Steelers. But like you mentioned in, in week two against the Rams, uh, you know he was able to do that. And I think a lot of credit also has to go to Christian McCaffrey. And I know we'll talk about him on the pod here as well. But he's been absolutely fantastic uh, for this 49ers team. Uh, Chris, what are your thoughts on the Giants here, man? Because I mean this is a team that's been um, last season, obviously Coach of the Year Brian Dable. Um, who led this team to the playoffs last year. But what have you kind of seen from this team, at least in this first two weeks, that, you know, maybe if you're a Giants fan that you weren't very so con- you weren't so confident about this team, but, you know, they had to come, find, come from behind victory. Maybe that turns the tides there a little bit from this Giants team. But what, what's, what do you think has been the downfall, at least in game one against the Cowboys and in the first half against the Giants? 
<laughs> they, sorry, are, Cardinals. They, they are who we thought they were, you know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's just the commander fan and me coming out. But, uh, you know, it feels good not to be at the bottom of the division. So, you know, the other side. Uh, it's hey, been the a two commanders put some respect the, 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 on it. Put some respect yeah. on it. Yeah, shout out to Howe and the boys, you know, Scary Terry and the boys. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it, to me it's been it's been their defense um, and specifically like how, how slow they've been out the gate. We talk about them, you know, falling behind last week, but they also fell behind and that game was a wash in game one. You fall behind by, you know, two touchdowns or, you know, multiple possessions against the Cowboys and you might, you know, unless you have an elite offense, you know, you're probably done after that anyway. But um, it's really just been a slow start. I know they had to travel cross country, of course, um, because that, that week one game was at home. Yeah. In New York, MetLife Stadium, but then you know you go you go across town and it's not setting up well <laughs> because you got a short week and no Saquon and yeah it's it's uh it's not really setting up well but you know um as a as a Commanders fan uh, I'm I'm loving it I'm loving them you know they are who we thought they were is, <laughs> is what I'll say about the say about those guys. Yeah, I mean, defensively, it's been absolutely uh, uh, terrible for the Giants team. I know we talked about it week one uh, where the Cowboys pretty much ran away with that game after that block field goal that they run, they ran back for a touchdown. Um, that really opened up the floodgates in that week one game. And then last week uh, in the first half, I mean, Joshua Dobbs and that offense was getting whatever they wanted uh, against this Giants team. And now you're going to arguably, I mean, like we mentioned, against the 49ers where – you can't make those type of mistakes against this team because they are going to eat you up. And that defensive line going up against this offensive line of the Giants, it might just turn out to be a long day for this uh, for, uh, the, the offensive line uh, of the New York Giants here. So it's going to be a, a great game to watch. Um, obviously, the spread is at 10 right now um, in favor of the uh, 49ers here. But, uh, yeah, this will be a very, very interesting game to watch in the short turnaround for both of these teams here. All right, guys, before we get into our player props here, let me tell everyone about DraftKings Sportsbook. We're back with another week of football, and DraftKings is keeping us in, in on the NFL action with great offers every single game day. New customers can bet $5 and get $200 in instantly in bonus bets. Throw five down on any any of this week's epic matchup to walk away an instant winner. And DraftKings is stopping there. All customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September. Um. Football's more fun when you get in on the action. You're, so download the app now. Use promo code SGP. New customer can bet just $5 and get $200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL with code SGP. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. And we're also brought to you by GameTime. Buying tickets to your favorite events shouldn't have to be stressful. Game time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for the fun that you're going to have. Another app is really easy to use. There's uh, flash deals. There's last-minute tickets on the Game Time app. Easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. And the best part I love about their app is that you actually get an image of your seat view before you purchase your tickets, their lowest prices are guaranteed. They have event cancellation protection as well. So forget planning months in advance. Game time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event. And like I mentioned, get exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy, theater, and much more. The game time guarantee means you always get the best price. Get this. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, game time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's how confident they are in their price uh, in their prices. So buy tickets a matter of seconds, tap uh, tap it twice, and you're 
all set to go. The tickets are sent directly to your phone. You don't have to wait for them in the mailbox or hassle through uh, your email box uh, looking for those tickets. So they're right there on your uh, mobile device. So download the Game Time app, create an account, and use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. All right, gentlemen, let's get into our player props here for Thursday night football between the New York Giants and the San Francisco 49ers. Rod, lead us off, my friend. Well, believe it or not, I'm not starting off with the Niners. I'm going to start off with the uh, opposing quarterback, and that's Daniel Jones. His uh, completions mark is set at 20 and a half. I'm going to take the over on that one at even money, plus 100 for Daniel Jones to go over 20 and a half completions in this game. I mean... We know already that this defense is tough all all over the place. But the one thing that quarterbacks have been able to do against them is complete passes because they're throwing a shit ton of them. Uh, Kenny Pickett, 31 of 46 in week one. Matthew Stafford, 34 of 55 last week. They can't run the ball against these 49ers. They've allowed only 89 yards in total rushing this season between two teams um 52 of those came last week uh on the the legs of kyron williams who was actually tearing them up quite a bit until they finally decided to close the door and i'm thank god i was like stop this guy please um but again that means that quarterbacks have to throw daniel jones needs to do that now he didn't get a chance to really do much in week one cowboys were all over him 15 completions still though i mean that's only five short on 28 attempts so you know you give him a couple more completions on those 28 attempts he's over that 21 uh yeah that 21 mark but last week 26 of 37 uh against the cardinals last season daniel jones had seven games with at least 21 completions and look we didn't even talk about this in the opener but saquon barkley may not even be in this game yep. which means matt breed a revenge game baby Ooh. uh will get a chance to carry the ball but look I'll talk about Breida in a little bit too. I mean, his his average carries is is about four point eight. Um, it's not going to get too much done for them, especially when they no one can run the ball against this Forty ers defense, let alone a running back who they know very well in Matt Breida. So, uh, give Daniel Jones at least somewhere in that I would say thirty eight to forty attempts range for him. I know his his running ability takes away a few of those opportunities, but um, he's going to be throwing the ball a lot. Yeah, I think you should get to 21 completions on this. Yeah, I mean, we talk about game script, right? I mean, uh, like you mentioned, that Saquon is uh, a, I think, a true game time decision because he did suffer that, uh, suffer that ankle injury against the Cardinals. Um, but I mean, like you mentioned, that this rush defense for the 49ers has been absolutely uh, dominating. They've been unstoppable, or I should say, they've been uh, stopping the opposing running backs at least in the first two weeks, which. Kind of just means that the offense of the Giants is going to have to throw the football. And again, the thing we've talked a lot about this on the propcast is that anytime you get down double digits, you're more than likely going to have to throw the football to get back into the game. So, again, for Daniel Jones, like you like you mentioned, the first two quarterbacks at the, um, I'm sorry, the uh, Niners uh, defense has faced, they've had to throw the football here. So, and then I think that's the sex on the offensive side for the Giants is going to have to be on the shoulders of Daniel Jones, whether that's going to be through the air or whether that's going to be with his legs here. So, uh, yeah, I, I, from game from a game script perspective, I, I agree that uh, uh, that Daniel Jones is going to have to, have to throw the football and be successful that way if the Giants want to have a chance in this game to win. Uh, Chris, any thoughts on DJ's uh, completions here? 
Absolutely. It lines up perfectly with, uh, with, with my prop as well. So I'm hoping that he gets to, to that number for Rod. But what, I, what I'm more um, a little more confident in is, is passing attempts. Rod needs him to complete 20. I want him to pass for 32 and a half, right? So I need him to get at least 32, uh, 33. So one, minus 105 uh, on Bet GM. Definitely love the, love the price, not laying too much juice. Um, and it's for a lot of what, what Rod said. A lot of our notes that are similar. San Francisco, the defense actually uh, forced teams to pass the ball 34 and a half times last season, which was kind of middle of, the, middle of the pack. It ranked 14th. But this season, in the two games so far, Rod read those numbers off. Opponents are uh, passing the league high 50 and a half times per game. Um, that's 77% of the time so far this season their, their, their opponents are actually passing the ball. It's because they can't run, yeah. right? If you go back and look at the home games from last season, that 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 14th where they rank 14th it actually get cut gets cut in half i think i want to say about 6 um to about 6 because pet teams were passing nearly 37 times per game so that that number jumped up about three completions three attempts per game uh when they had to go play in San Francisco because we know that defense will be a little bit you know can be a little bit more relentless at home so i like it for that reason i also went back and looked at Daniel Jones last season uh, in the six games that he did lose, because I do expect him to lose this one, uh, he averaged uh, 36 pass attempts in those games as well. Um, so I think I know Saquon is, uh, you know, probably going to be a true game time decision. He d- looks like he didn't practice. I was looking it up while you guys were talking. Looks like he didn't practice yesterday. And I'm, I think I'm leaning more towards him not playing, especially on a short week. Doesn't really make sense to to put him in jeopardy too early, especially with the Giants being able to come back and win that game last week. So. They, you know, ten point dog. I don't think that they. I don't think they probably put him in for this one. So, um, and game script perspective, like you said, you know, if you're expecting the Giants to be playing from behind, which um, I would have to say that I do, especially if you're playing behind against the Cardinals, <laughs> like you're probably gonna be playing, behind, probably gonna be playing behind, behind against San Francisco as well. Um, you know, they 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 needed a lot of pass attempts last season, uh, last week. He threw 37 in that second half against the uh, Cardinals defense. So. Um, I, I like I love this number at 32 and a half. Uh, take the over 32 and a half pass attempts for Mr. Jones. Yeah, I mean, I think it just, you know, coincides with what, what Rod was saying earlier as well. So, again, again I think that uh, it's going to have to be on the shoulders of uh, Daniel Jones here for for the Giants to have any success uh, on the offensive side of the football going up against, you know, one of the best, if not the best uh, best defense here um, uh, in the NFL here. Um, so Rod, you got the over on the completions for DJ and, uh, Chris, you're taking over on the pass attempts for DJ. All right. Um, and I'll throw a DJ prop in there as well. I'm going to take the over on his, uh, rushing yards here. So I think that number one, we talk about possibly not having Saquon Barkley and that number's at uh, 37 and a half right now for, uh, Daniel Jones's, uh, rushing yards in this game. But Number one, we take a look at Daniel Jones's uh, numbers, at least in the first two weeks here, as far as rushing the football, right? And I'm trying to pull up those exact numbers here right now. Um, so at least through the first two weeks here, in the first game uh, against the uh, the uh, Dallas Cowboys, nine attempts, uh, sorry, 13 attempts, 43 yards. And then last week against the Arizona Cardinals, nine attempts, 59 yards. So that's an average of 11 attempts per uh, game. Um, at least through the first two weeks here. And we and then this is not something that it's new territory for Daniel Jones because we know he can he he likes to run the football. And that's something that's part of their of, of their game plan and utilizing his legs. But I think it's gonna be more important in this game 
because number one, we know this offensive line for the uh, Giants is probably right now in the bottom fourth of the league. Um, and when you're going up against a pass rush in this defense like the 49ers, side, it's number one going to have to be – it's either going to have to be quick decisions or that pass rush is going to get to him and he's going to have to utilize his legs uh, and 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 rack up the yards on the ground here. So he's done this in both of the games here uh, in the first two uh, games of the regular season. Like I mentioned, 59 yards last week against the Cardinals and then 43 against the Dallas Cowboys uh, last uh, last uh, sorry in week one. So I think that if Saquon's not able to go, I think I think we're all leaning to him possibly not playing this game because it's a short turnaround week and it's an ankle injury as well. Um, but I just think that, again, this game, if number one, let's say Daniel Jones and the Giants do cover this game, at least they cover the 10 points, we're probably going to go look back at the box score and say, hey, Daniel Jones threw for 24 of 38 for 250-plus yards, two touchdowns, and he had 40-plus rushing yards on the ground because they're going to need him to be successful uh, in this game for them to have any chance or let alone just cover the spread in this game here. So, and also look at, like I mentioned, that if their pass rush is going up against this uh, offensive line, that Daniel Jones is going to probably be running for his life a little bit. So I think we've also seen that the Giants with Brian Dable, they've had designed runs for Daniel Jones as well. And I think that they're going to have to really utilize his legs in this game here as well. We're not asking for a, a lot here. It's something that Daniel Jones has done plenty in his career. He's done it in both games in the first two uh, games of the regular season. I'll take the over 37 and a half uh, rushing yards here for Daniel Jones here, Rod. Matthew Stafford had 17 yards rushing last week. <laughs> there you go. If Matthew Stafford can limp his way to 17 yards against this as escaping the pocket, uh, Daniel Jones can get another 21 yards to get him over that. Especially like you said, they, they design runs for Daniel Jones. No one designs runs for Matthew Stafford. So he did that all on his own. So I think, I think you're safe to, to assume that Danny can get there. Uh, all right, guys, before we get over to our next round of player props here, uh, let me tell everyone about Hall of Fame bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, MLB, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame bets. Revolution Parlay Optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching and start winning with Hall of Fame bets. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog has a way to play alongside your favorite football team all season long. You can win up to 20 times your money in a single game by going five for five. It's a fantasy game, but you can win real money. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or visit their website, underdogfantasy.com. And when you sign up with their promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. All right, gentlemen, let's get into our next round of player props here. Uh, Chris, why don't you lead us off with this one, my man? Let's go opposite quarterback. I got double quarterback this week. I'm going I'm going on Purdy as well, and I'm taking Purdy's under his 230 passing, 230 and a half passing yards, minus 115 over on BetMGM. Um, it's a game script play for me. Uh, you look at San Francisco, this team has, uh, you know, and Rod talked about how good their defense has been. 
they they've scored 30 points in both games and and Purdy hasn't even gone over 220 yards passing. So, you know, that's defense, that's special teams, that's uh Christian McCaffrey, which like I'm, I'm pretty sure we'll talk about him in a couple seconds. So I think game script just says that 49ers will be playing in front. Um, they won't need to throw the ball a lot in the second half, which is something that burned me. If we go back to week one and we think about uh, who who was my quarterback that I had, uh, Jared Goff. Jared yeah. Goff to go over and then somehow miraculously they're beating the, the Chiefs and th- he doesn't even pass for a yard in the whole fourth quarter. So I think we can see similar situation here. Uh, you also just look at we talked about a little bit about how bad that Giants defense has been. And it's really just been against the against the rush, against the pass, even dating back to last season. They were 13th um, in opponent passing yards last season, just giving up 213 and a half. So about 214 a game um, this season. They're actually ninth uh, at 185 and a half per game through the first two weeks. And you go back and you just look at Purdy. He's actually only thrown for. Uh, 231 yards, so going over this number in three of his 11 career games, and he probably won't need to in a spot like this. So give me Purdy to go under his 230 and a half uh, passing yards this week uh, in a game that they still probably score another 30, but I just don't think he'll have to contribute through the air as much. Yeah, I mean, I think you nailed it. That They don't need Brock Purdy to throw the football and hit for him to rack up the yards, especially when you have guys like Christian McCaffrey, uh, Debo Samuel in the backfield for you as well. Um, again, we talked about it when we were doing the um, the division previews and we talked about this offense. I think Brock Purdy did come up is that I know they did open up the playbook for Brock Purdy when he took over the quarterback position last season with uh, uh, Jimmy G getting injured. But um, Kyle Shanahan puts him in the right spots on when to throw the football. And then again, there's been opportunities for him to get those big plays down the field, but he's just been a little bit off. But again, when you have Christian McCaffrey in the backfield that has just been so dominant through the first two weeks. You don't need to rely rely on Brock Purdy to throw the football here. And again, go back to game script with a 10-point spread. You're expecting the Niners to play from ahead and and not having to rely on Brock Purdy to throw the football here. So I agree with you here, Chris. Rod, Rod, thoughts on Brock Purdy's underpassing yards? Well, it's funny because last week I had Brock Purdy versus Jimmy Garoppolo and Brock Purdy having more passing yards than Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy didn't even break 200. Brock barely broke 200 and it still cashed that prop. So again, for the 49ers, they don't need the flashiness. They just have to hand the ball to CMC and, and, and make it work. Dak Prescott didn't even get to 150 yards passing against them in week one. Right. And Dobbs barely got 228 against them last week. So again, Brock Purdy, we know that they got a lot of weapons around him, but those weapons can do things uh, on the ground more than they need to do it through the air. So I'm with you on this one, Chris. Uh, Rod, player prop number two, my friend. What do you got? All right. Well, I'm going to take the 49ers uh, vaunted defense, and I'm going to take Jerry Greenlaw. His tackle total is set at eight and a half. Please give me the over on that one. This is at minus 100 as or I'm sorry, plus 100 as well uh, for Dre Greenlaw, over eight and a half tackles. Dude had 12 tackles last week against the Rams. I'm telling you right now, he is a beast. Uh, he's had seven games last season with at least nine tackles, uh, including the playoffs. So obviously we know this defense is going to be swarming around the ball. No Saquon Barkley means Matt Breida gets the opportunity. Uh, like I said, he's got a, he's around 4.8 yards per carry in his career, which keeps him in and around the line of scrimmage, which is right in Dre Greenlaw's wheelhouse right there to make tackles if they decide to try to give him more carries. If Daniel Jones decides to take off, you expect Dre Greenlaw to trail yeah. him and try to tackle him as well. 
And really, uh, the thing is, too, last season he had five games with exactly eight tackles as well. So, I mean, only a half a tackle more and he would have been able to, to get over this mark. And and what's more, too, is for Daniel Jones, right? He's averaging about 10.4 yards per completion this season, which means that he's keeping that ball around the line of scrimmage, around the linebackers, inside the safeties, inside the corners. Um, this is more linebacker territory than it is, especially for Dre Greenlaw, uh, obviously, you know, and for him to be able to to just be around the ball, which is what he does. So uh, 12 tackles last week. I think it's safe for him to be able to get to nine this week, especially Thursday nights. We know Thursday nights are a little more on the sluggish side offensively more often than not, which means it's a more of a defensive struggle, which kind of gives the defenses an edge here, which gives you an edge to, to get Greenlaw up to nine tackles. Yeah, I agree. Um, but it's also the point that was just made about Daniel Jones, right? 10.4 yards per completion. Um, which is right around that line of scrimmage, right? And I think that, I mean, when you just talk about this 49ers defense, it's, it, I mean, we talk about the Bosa's of the world, but I mean, a lot of times the linebackers are forgot about and how much, you know, uh, true 49ers fans, not even 49ers fans, but, you know, true football fans know that the linebackers for this 49ers team uh, are really that heart and soul of their defense. So uh, no argument for me here on this one. Chris, any thoughts on this uh, prop here? No, not much. I think Rod did a good job laying it out. Um, I also, I think the only thing that I'll add, Rod kind of alluded to it a little bit as well, is just that we expect the Daniel Jones and his offense to go over their completion percentage. To go, you know, Rod, Rod talked about the over on his on his. Uh, att- I talked about the over on his attempts. Rod talked about the over on his actual completion. So we expect them to be out dinking and dunking is what Rod pretty much said with that 10, 10 point yards per per completion. So. A uh, bunch of opportunities for him is what you know. What we what we always look for when we when we cap in these props. So I like it as well. All right, uh, for my next player prop, uh, I'll go ahead and and uh, pop the cherry on this one. Christian McCaffrey uh, over. Se- I got it at seventy seven and a half on his rushing yards. It's at seventy nine and a half here. But, I got the seventy nine. You know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I, I again, I don't, I don't think we need to spend a lot of time on what he's what this guy has done in the first two weeks of the regular season here. Um, hundred plus yards in both of the f- first two games. Hundred fifty-two against the Steelers. Hundred sixteen against the uh, Rams last week. He's getting the uh, a rush attempts as well. He's at at least twenty in both games. In the first two matchups, we talked about it earlier that this rush defense of the um New York New York Giants at least in the first two weeks has not been very good. They're allowing four point six yards per rush attempt to the opposition, which ranks number twenty six. Uh, sorry, 25th, and they're also allowing close to 137 yards on the ground within the first two weeks as well. No disrespect to James Conner and what he did last week uh, against his Giants defense, but last week he went off for 23 attempts, 106 yards on the ground, and now you're going up against a beast like Christian McCaffrey. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, now you have Christian McCaffrey coming into town. Uh, good luck to this uh, uh, rush defense of the, uh, the New York Giants. I think this is going to be another game where we see Christian McCaffrey not only get to 100, but I think he could get to the realm of 150 like he did uh, in week one against the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. So I played the over 77 and a half. Love, still love it at 79 and a half. And also sprinkled on that uh, at least 100 plus rushing yards. Or it was around two to one at the time where I got it. But I just think it's going to be another big Christian McCaffrey game here, Chris. 
Yeah, uh, 79 and a half, 179 and a half. It's like, no, no, not, not, not that high. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's a possibility. It, it is like what, what's not to what's not to love. And like I talked I talked about earlier, I just, you know, game script wise, I think it's just hand the ball off. I know I know Rob mentioned it as well, which is why I like Purdue to go under. Um, and it's, it's working. It's working so, so well right now for this 49ers offense. And why would you why would you want to switch that up back to back 20 yard, uh, you know, 20 uh 20 game carries at least and yeah. um, back to back at least 115 yards in both of the first two games. I know he was your, your best bet last year. I'm last year, last week, you know, but um, it's kind of hard not to, not to want to do that. You know, just again, I think the home energy, the home opener will be uh high energy as well for this team. This Giants defense ranked 28th in rushing yards allowed last season through the first two weeks this season, not much better. 26th, <laughs> giving up 136 per game. Um, and Pollard actually had a really good game as well. Not, not he didn't get to th- this total, but he got 70 rushing yards on just 14 carries, averaging five yards per carry in week one as well. You know, I mean, we we know yeah. we talked about what James Conner did, but yeah. So I mean, this is absolutely the love. I think as we get closer to game time, this number is just going to creep up a little bit more and a little bit more throughout the hours. So if you like it, you probably want to get in now. You know, if you got in before I did, but I like it at the you know the two yard difference that I got it. Uh, uh, between what you between the difference between what you and I both got it at last season, he did face this Giants uh, team went before the trade uh, to the San Francisco uh, Giants when he was sorry um, the San Francisco 49ers uh, when he was with the Panthers 15 attempts 102 yards for Christian McCaffrey against the Giants last season 6.8 yards per carry in that game uh, Rod I don't think I need to convince you on this one here but but CMC. Well, I have one on CMC as well. It is not the rushing. Well, it is rushing yards, but I mean, I, I definitely agree with both of you guys on that one. Like you said, 152 yards against Pittsburgh, 116 against the Rams. This dude is a machine. Whatever that lowest number is, you got to hammer that because I'm actually going to lie to that up. Uh, but to, to go over that too, he went over 100 yards in three games with San Francisco last year too. So yeah, I mean, just a beast. I, I cannot disagree with you on his, his rushing total at all. Uh, Rod, take us over to player prop number three, my friend. What do we got? All right. We'll continue down the CMC road, but I, like I said, I'm going to ladder this up. I'm going to take it CMC. There's a, a special on DraftKings that gives you CMC over a hundred yards or a hundred yards or over and a rushing TD. This is at plus 275. I mean, if he's going to get over his number, he's going to get over a hundred. We just talked yeah. about it. He's been over a hundred the last two games done that uh, three times in his career with San Francisco last season. You talked about James Conner hitting 100 last week against them, 106 last week. CMC is going to easily do this at, for sure. Um, so the, he'll clear this 100-yard mark, uh, and you already made that point. But as far as the touchdown is concerned, he's already scored twice. It doesn't say rushing touchdown or receiving touchdown. You know he can do both. Uh, but he's done it on the ground the last couple of weeks. And look, if you look back at what the Giants have allowed, they've only allowed uh, uh, the, the running backs to score uh, three touchdowns. They've they've allowed them to score three two by Pollard, one by Connor. So three, three, um, three uh, running backs. Yeah, two running backs have scored three touchdowns. Jesus Christ, man! If we were just talking about it this morning, where it get a little uh, jobble. But yes, uh, the Giants have allowed running backs to score three touchdowns this season. Like we said, Pollard scored two, Connor scored one. This is CMC. He's going to get in the end zone. Doesn't matter if it's rushing or if it's receiving. So. Um, Definitely like this. He had six rushing touchdowns in 11 games with San Francisco last season. Four straight 
in the month of December going into January. So I, again, he, when he scores, he scores in bunches and, and I expect him to do it again in a Thursday night matchup. That's probably going to go to the ground. Like we talked about. So give me CMC a hundred or more yards rushing and a touchdown at plus two seventy five. You can find that on DraftKings. I look at some alt lines here for CMC one hundred and twenty five plus rushing yards. I had to kind of squint my eyes. I know I'm a little under the weather. I have to make sure. But anybody want to anybody want to guess what that the odds are for him at one hundred twenty five plus uh, uh, rushing yards here, Chris? Uh, I'm gonna say three and a half to one. Rod, plus one seventy five. Five to one. Ooh, <laughs> I think that's a mistake. Yeah, me too. <laughs> 125 plus rushing yards for Christian McCaffrey's at five to one right now over on DraftKings. So, oh, may have to get yeah, yeah. You, I think I think this might be a big game for Christian yeah. McCaffrey. He, he he played so so 100 percent of snaps and 135 yards from scrimmage last week. You know, and yeah. he has that. To to Rod's point, I just wanted to add, um, kept that touchdown streak going. 14. With the 14 yard, it's 11 consecutive games that Chris McCarthy's actually reached the end zone as well. So, whew, that's a lot to like. I'm gonna, yeah, because I know all his anytime touchdowns obviously are already up there, but like minus two, it's like uh, minus 245, minus 220. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you probably have to put in the same game parlay that if you get Christian McCaffrey two plus touchdowns and him to go 125 plus receive or sorry, rushing yards. At five to one, that's going to be a very nice plus price. I'll try to dig that up before we wrap up the show here. Uh, Chris, take us to play prop number three, my friend. What do you got? That was player prop number three. For it me, was right? three? Yeah, McCaffrey. And then I gave out Brock Purdy under okay. and Daniel Jones. Okay, okay, okay. Um, and then, Rod, you gave out three as well, right? Correct. Okay. So for my third player prop, um, I was looking at, at, I think, for the for the Giants that someone is going to have to step up offensively for this team, um, whether that's obviously catching the football or running the football. And we don't know exactly the status right now of um, uh, Saquon Barkley, I think with an ankle injury and it being on a short week, I I think you're more than likely having to make sure that he's not, it's not going to be a long-term injury that's going to be lingering. So I'm, I think I think we're all in agreement that he probably does end up missing this game. So um, I'm looking at Isaiah Hodgkins in this game. Uh, his number's at 32 and a half right now, as far as his receiving yards. Um, and again, I think we're 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 pretty much in agreement that they're the running game for the Giants is probably going to be non-existent, just because how dominant this 49ers defense has been. Um, uh, in the first two weeks, right? Rod talked about it, that they've only allowed a total of 89 rushing yards in the first two weeks of the regular season here, which again, yeah, I mean, you guys like the passing uh, props for Daniel Jones in this game. And obviously he's going to have to throw the football to someone. Uh, and I think that a sneaky play here is just going to be Isaiah Hodgkins. I think that I know I was on Darren Waller last week and that was just more of a fade of how bad the Cardinals are against the tight end position. But now, last week, um, Hodgkins did get over this number. Five targets, four receptions, 40 yards. Um, the first game against Dallas, I'm not sure we could take a lot away from it, but he did have a, a – um, he only had 24 receiving yards uh, in that game, but that was off of one catch. Um, so I think this is an opportunity in this game. I think the one weakness of this 49ers team is that secondary, right? I think that we talk about the linebackers. We talk about that defensive line that's at – some point or somewhere in this defense, it it does have a little bit of a hole, which is going to be that secondary. So 
I think Isaiah Hodgkins can, you know, get over this number. I think that number 32 and a half was a little conservative. When we talk, go again, going back to talking about game script, that if, again, the Giants are down, you know, seven, 10 points or by two possessions at least, they're going to have to throw the football to get, uh, you know, be in this game. So I think that right now, for Isaiah Hodgkins, I'm going to go over 32 and a half uh, receiving yards here. Chris, any thoughts on that? I mean, you hit the nail on the head. Somebody got to catch the ball, you know? Yeah. Like, somebody, somebody, I mean, we know Darren, what Darren Waller is capable of. But uh, outside of Darren Waller, Saquon Barkley, I was going through this earlier. I mean, Saquon Barkley is actually uh, second, top of second in reception in, uh, targets on this team. And um, we, like you said, we all think that he probably won't play. So if you're not looking at uh, Isaiah, then you're probably looking at Day- Darius Slayton. I, I think like those are the, the next two guys, maybe Hyatt. Um, but best of luck trying to, you know, figure out which one of those guys you want. So maybe you just sprinkle on any of, you know, one of their anytime touchdowns and think that they go by, you know, get get, get some kind of fluke play and they, they they end up scoring a touchdown. Daniel Jones ended up throwing at least one touchdown. So um, I couldn't talk you up. I mean, I'm, the, the number's super low and something yeah. you can get in two catches. So I like it. Uh, Rodney, thoughts on uh, Hodgkins here? I like it. I like that because I, I'm actually giving out a prop on one of my articles that involves both Slayton and uh, Hodgins. So I, I like that. And of course, you know, Darren Waller is going to remain the main focal point of that passing attack. So everybody else is going to kind of get the scraps, but the scraps for, we talked about it, that he's going to be throwing an, a, quite a bit. So uh, the, the one thing that you can do is get a few receiving yards uh, against these 49ers offense. And in fact, uh, what is it? Two receivers have gotten at least 40 yards against this uh, this team in, in the first two games. So uh, we'll definitely take that. And oh, what's up, Nick? Faithful fan as well. Oh, there the we channel. go. Nick in the house. Um, all right, guys, let's get over some touchdown props for Thursday night football. Um, obviously, Christian McCaffrey, we know he's going to find the end zone. Minus 245 anytime touchdown. I mean, I don't know about that, but maybe two plus touchdowns, which is still insane at plus 205. He's right now the uh, chalk right now to find the end zone. Uh, Debo is at plus one twenty five. But uh, Chris, uh, a player that you think will find the end zone here? You know, I, I'm not I'm not too big in these. You know, but what I will say is, if I if I'm sprinkling, you know, just a little little dab of something, I'm, I'm looking for big odds and I'm looking for a guy that's going to be out there, uh, going to have a ton of you know ton of options, uh, ton of availability to be out there and actually you know get in the end zone. And it's Daniel Jones, uh, seven rushing touchdowns last season. Uh, he's already he ran for one last week as well against Arizona. And right now you can get him uh, all the way up to plus three hundred is the best price that I see for his anytime touchdown over on points bet. So definitely shop around because I see you know these odds all the way down from two thirty five. And if I'm playing it, I definitely want the the best number. So shop around. But I think I think potentially you know them getting down to the you know, maybe to the goal line, maybe once or twice. I mean, they're only uh, their implied total says that they're only going to score 17 points. So uh, if we think that Saquon is not going to play, then I think I think we could potentially get a, you know, see him jump over the hurdle or maybe it's one of those rushing plays, you know, that you mentioned. And he kind of, you know, takes a big hit, but lands in the end zone. Not sure if he gets up or not, but lands in the end zone and uh, and, uh, you know, scores a touchdown. So give me Daniel Jones uh, plus plus 300. Yeah, I like it, man. Again, I think that uh, we get out to those goal and goal situation. Maybe the RPOs are in, you know, quarterback fakes or whatever the case might be that he's able to find the end zone here. So, again, a lot of riding on uh, on Daniel Jones here this week. Uh, Rod, who do you like to find the end zone this week? 
Revenge game, baby. Matt Breida to anytime touchdown set at plus 230. Uh, really, again, this is only this is just because if Saquon's out, uh, like Chris said, somebody's going to have to score. And if that means Daniel Jones gets stopped at the one on third on second down and they got to load up the hammer, Matt Breida on third to try to get into the end zone, uh, they can make that happen. And look, last week, Kyron Williams was the only Rams player to score touchdowns against uh, the 49ers last week. And it was it was a running back. So, again, it's not as if these 49ers are very welcoming at any part of the ball. But, uh, yeah, Matt Breida knows this defense well. There may be a few new faces, but he definitely knows that this defense is tough. He knows how to get around him. So, at plus 230, it's fun to sort of play the revenge angle. Do I think it's going to (laughs) happen? No. I don't think they're going to score any points against the Niners. Uh, But that's only because I'm I'm a diehard Niners fan. But if somebody's going to score... We'll make it Matt Breida. We'll we'll give him we'll give him the satisfaction of being able to score against his old team. Uh, I love it, man. We always love a, a revenge angle for sure. Uh, and again, like we mentioned, I think that Saquon probably more than likely misses this game uh, for the San Francisco. Sorry for the uh, um, uh, New York Giants. Um, I'm gonna go with the the Niners defense to find the end zone plus four seventy five. I think that. We talk about, I think there's a huge mismatch here with the defensive line and the offensive line of the New York Giants um, going up against the San Francisco 49ers front seven. We saw it uh, on Monday Night Football between the Steelers and the Browns that the defense really needed for them. uh, The Steelers defense had to step up um, and score some points for them to win that game. And obviously the 49ers don't have to worry about that because, again, when you have all the offensive weapons here, but I think there's an opportunity where, again, we've seen that Daniel Jones makes those mistakes. He'll throw the interceptions, but also, you know, a fumble recovery, you know, you know, the Nick Bosa gets to him fumble on the ground. They can pick it up, run it back. Or even, you know, like we talked about special teams, a punt return, kickoff return, or, you know, a block, you know, block field goal um, that happened to them in week one against the Cowboys. But I think more so this defense has just been so dominant uh, that I think that, you know, a pick six is definitely in the work or, or, a, or a scoop and score is definitely in the works uh, for this uh, San Francisco 49ers defense, especially being at home. Um, first game uh, at home uh, on Thursday night football. So, you know, the crowd is definitely going to be excited about how dominant this team has been uh, over the first two weeks of the regular season. So I'll go plus four, 475. Uh, on the Niners uh, defense. And then I'll throw Brandon Ayuk out there as well, plus 160. Uh, he had two touchdowns in week one, I believe, against the Steelers. Uh, didn't really need him last week, but again, this is another good option at the wide receiver position that, again, the the Giants defense is focusing on Debo Samuel or or, or George Kittle. I think that opens up an opportunity for Brandon Ayuk to find the end zone. So at plus 160, uh, I'll throw those two out there for the San Francisco uh, uh, 49ers in this game. All right, one of our business here, uh, gentlemen. Let's get to a best bet here uh, for the Thursday night football game between the Giants and the Niners. Rod, you want to lead us off? Uh, so I'm gonna. I think my best bet's going to be the CMC 100 yards and a touchdown. Uh, that that to me seems like one of the more secure bets that you're going to get on the weekend. He's going to get over 100 yards. He's going to get 125 yards uh, or more. And I, 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 you know, I looked at first touchdown for. Christian McCaffrey, but I, I may feel like I'm, I'm let's, let's do this. I want to look real quick. Cause I didn't see first team touchdown. Um, that may be another angle where I want to take that. That may be my best bet is first team touchdown for, uh, for Christian McCaffrey, because for me, that seems like it would be the better bet for that. 
Uh, damn it, I'm not seeing it right now. But I would take the first team touchdown for Christian McCaffrey as my best bet because I feel like if they're going to try to get it uh, to him early, he's going to get the score. Uh, you're looking for first uh, Niners uh, player? Yes. Christian McCaffrey the- plus 175. Okay, well, we'll go with that route. <clears throat> I know it's a low number, but you know, still, I think that's a, a good route to take. If, if he's going to get work early, I, I think the Giants are probably going to not be able to stop him, and he'll get in the end zone first. Love it. Uh, Chris, best bet? Uh, I want to steal Raj's first one. <laughs> it's like, no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. I like Chris <laughs> McCarthy, 120 yards in a, in a 100 yards in a, in a score, though. That, that's really, really uh, good. I like that one a lot. So shout out to Raj for finding that one. But give me um, – and I think it's easy to go Christian McCaffrey, of course. Uh, I, I, we could use his regular line, and all of us had the same best bet, you know. But I, I'll switch it up and go uh, Daniel Jones over 32-and-a-half passing attempts. Um, just talked about it. You know, Saquon probably not not suiting up. Um, but also, uh, I, 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 it's just so many different ways, I think, this. You know, we talk about game script. We talk about how good that Rams uh, 49ers defense is. Uh, we talk about it being a home opener with high energy we talk about all of the stats when when he loses games which we do anticipate him to lose games um so as long as he can finish the game i think that he absolutely goes over this 32 and a half uh passing attempt so give me daniel jones a little bit of juice as well like i said only minus 105 if you're looking over on uh bet mgm so give me daniel jones to to have at least 33 uh passing attempts you know all right love it uh i'll also go dj on his rushing yards here 37 and a half um, <clears throat> again, we talked about game script, right? I think that uh, it's going to a lot of this is going to be on the shoulders and the legs of Daniel Jones to get this job done. And when you're going up against a front line and a front seven of the uh, San Francisco 49ers here, that you know, you're gonna have to make some quick decisions here because that pass rush is going to get to you. Uh, but I always, always talk about there's also design runs in that in, in the offensive game plan for the uh, for, uh, for the Giants as well. So I'll take the over 37 and a half uh, as well, but just going to go back to Rod's. I'll spring a little bit. If you have access to DraftKings, sprinkle a little bit on that five to one for him to have 125 plus rushing yards. But I think that's some, definitely some value there uh, for Christian McCaffrey uh, to uh, to have another big game on the ground against his Giants uh, rush defense. All right, that is going to do it for this edition of the PropCast Thursday Night Football between the Giants and the 49ers. Uh, Chris, anything else you want to mention, my friend, before we get out of here? No, you know, uh, great show again. Uh, I think we all kind of got the same game script, which it's kind of weird to think that it wouldn't go that way. But <laughs> I guess we'll see how things kind of play out. Follow up my work over on Twitter, X, uh, whatever you guys want to call it, at Crispy Cap and Two Piece Two Ends. And uh, looking forward to week three, week long, like the actual weekend player props as well. So, uh, yeah. 100%. Rod, anything else, my friend? No, sir. Just uh, follow me on X as well at RJ Via Gomez. There's a link in the bio to everything I got going on. Of course, NASCAR is still going on strong. Playoffs are full in full swing. Uh, and actually, you know what? Follow along on my player props for the Sportsbook Review. Been doing pretty good. I'm, I'm giving out some extra props in that uh, arena. And uh, I went three for three on the uh, the one Monday night game, at Steelers Monday night game. But, uh, you know, one for three in Carolina. So not not that good there. But still. Giving out some pretty good fun props over there as well. Yeah, make sure to follow uh, both Rod and Chris's work uh, over on on X or Twitter, whatever you want to call it. Make sure to follow Rod on Twitter at RJ Via Gomez. You can follow uh, Chris on Twitter as well, Chris B. Cappin with two P's and two N's. And follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. We'll be back later this week for our Sunday player props. Look out for us then. 
Uh, till then, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.